Hello, hello, it's Brooke DeVard, and you're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. I am here with a solo episode. It's just going to be you and me. I am talking about my approach to skincare and how I've tried to develop a really conscious approach to skincare. And this is such an important topic. I feel very grateful that Ulta Beauty asked me to do this episode. One, I love Ulta. We'll talk about Ulta in a moment. But two, it's very rare that I get the space and opportunity to just talk to you guys about my thoughts about skincare. I'm always interviewing amazing people on this podcast. The women that I interview on Naked Beauty, I truly think are incomparable. And I love hearing their stories. I love hearing their approach to beauty and skincare. But this is fun for me to talk about mine and my skincare journey. So I hope you guys love this episode. I'm very grateful that they've given me the space and room to do this episode how I want. I have always tried to be intentional about the way that I approach skincare. And I've always tried to be conscious, right? I think a lot of times our skincare decisions, the way we choose to practice skincare is connected to our identity and our beliefs. And it's no small thing. If you guys listen to this podcast, you know it's no small thing. But my love of skincare runs deep. And I want to go into detail about my personal skincare journey. So... You all know me today as a skincare obsessive, someone who loves their facial oils, natural ingredients, but I'm not sure many of you know how I originally got into skincare. So I originally got into skincare through my hair. I was going natural. This was maybe my junior year of college, and I had no idea of what products to use and why I should be using them. I would watch all of these YouTube videos. I would go on Pinterest and I would see these hair mask recipes. And I had this little hair journal I kept. So I would use something and I would write down what its effects were. I would use a conditioner and say, okay, did my hair feel soft after? Was it easy to detangle? I would really mark down cause and effect. And I think for a lot of Black women that go natural, this is common. You kind of have to learn how to deal with your natural hair again. Anyone who's dealing with anything that they're not quite sure how to approach, whether it's a workout regimen, a diet, a skincare issue, journaling really helps, but it also causes you to be a little bit of a detective. It makes you more aware of what you're using and what the impacts are. So I realized through this process that natural products were serving my hair better than what I could find at my local drugstore. So I started making hair masks. I started doing apple cider vinegar rinses, and I learned everything I could about which ingredient worked for my hair and what didn't. I also made a lot of mistakes along the way. Not all of those Pinterest hair mask recipes were good. Sometimes my hair was a wreck. I can remember one time using baking soda in my hair, which was a horrible idea. I don't know why I even tried that, knowing what I know about baking soda. But that is part of the learning journey. So something clicked in my hair journey where I realized, okay, I should be putting the same energy and intention behind my skincare, whether that's skincare on my face, body care. And this is when I began mixing my own facial oils, making my own oil cleansers. This is when I discovered double cleansing. I started making whipped shea butter for my body. I started making clay masks for my skin. And these two to three years of making so many skincare products taught me a lot. It taught me a lot about how I wanted to approach my skincare, beauty, and overall wellness. Now, I still will mix together some whipped shea butter, some brown sugar, and a little bit of almond oil and make the perfect at-home body scrub. But fast forward to 2021, I've got a baby, I've got a very demanding job, and I don't have the time that I used to to make all of my products. But that ethos around effective skincare that doesn't have harmful ingredients is still very important to me. 
Now, we have talked on this podcast, especially in in episodes in the past two years, about how the word clean doesn't really mean anything. The term is entirely unregulated. But for me, I can tell you guys how I define clean beauty or clean skincare. It's products that don't have a lot of unnecessary additives in them that can actually harm you or harm your skin. So I don't like my products to have a lot of synthetic fragrance, for example. For the brands that I shop, it's really important that they're clear about how they define clean and that they do so transparently. They're just not slapping it on their label. And I think if there's one major skincare tip that I can give every single person listening, whether you have perfect skin or whether you're on the journey to really work on your skin, take the time to read the ingredients in your skincare. That is so important. If you have a product that your skin loves, a moisturizer that just you put it on and your skin feels great, turn it around and see what the ingredients are. That's going to give you the keys to figuring out, okay, my skin likes this. I'm going to seek this ingredient out in more skincare. If there is a cleanser you use or a mask that you put on and you break out and you get a horrible reaction, also look at the back, figure out what's in it that's causing you that reaction. I think this idea of really paying attention, really being conscious about your skincare is really the key to developing a routine that works for you. So as I've continued to educate myself, and I've been doing this podcast now for five years, I've been learning so much about skincare. I've learned that cruelty-free and vegan is also important to me, as well as brands that approach packaging in a sustainable way. So in doing today's episode in partnership with Ulta Beauty, they've developed a really thoughtful program that allows shoppers to have really important transparency. So before you make your next skincare purchase, you can use the Conscious Beauty at Ulta program where you can basically filter skincare by what your values are. In this section, I'm going to break down the five pillars of Conscious Beauty at Ulta Beauty. The first, clean ingredients. And they're very clear about what these are. These are products that exclude parabens, phthalates, mineral oils, and so much more. They have a whole made without list that is available for download on their site that basically details all of the things that their clean beauty program does not include. Now, I also want to say, if you do use products that have ingredients from this made without list, it's not like your skin is going to crumble. I've talked about this on my podcast, Dr. Sharina Dreesen, I talked about this. I live in New York City. I'm exposed to a lot of toxicity in the air. Maybe a moisturizer with a little bit of parabens in it, it's, it's not the end of the world. But I prefer, and what I try to do, is look for products with clean ingredients. So this is in no way a mandate. It's no way a must, but it's important to me. Cruelty-free is another thing that you can filter for. So these are products that are not tested on animals. And these are brands that have been certified by PETA, Leaping Bunny, or Choose Cruelty-Free. Vegan, another filter. So these are products created without any animal ingredients, byproducts, or derivatives. Then there's sustainable packaging, which I think is actually really important and very forward-looking. So these are brands that are using reduced, recyclable, or refillable packaging to minimize waste. And so for brands to qualify for this, 50% of their assortment sold at Ulta Beauty must meet these standards. And then last, I love this one, positive impact. So these are brands that have giving back at their core. They either have donation programs, community involvement, or things that really make them a purpose-driven brand. So these are all things that you can use to filter for the skincare that you want to buy. And again, our dollar holds weight, right? So by choosing certain skincare companies to support with our money, we are helping them grow. And we have a lot of choice as consumers. So I think it's very important as a conscious skincare shopper to be aware of these things. 
All right, let's get into part two, demystifying what cruelty-free and vegan really means. So if you shop skincare, you've probably come across the term cruelty-free and vegan. And I wanted to dive deeper on what exactly that means because I've seen it a lot and I have found it to be confusing. So my source for this is Cruelty Free Kitty, which is a great resource. You can actually go to cruelty-free-kitty.com. You can download great lists that give you all cruelty-free brands, get the latest research. These things are changing all of the time. A brand that's not cruelty-free within a few months can become cruelty-free. Sometimes brands get acquired by a larger conglomerate and they no longer are cruelty-free. So I love this resource to really figure out what brands are cruelty-free if this is something that you really care about in terms of supporting. So companies that are not cruelty-free, and PETA does a lot of research on this, are companies that engage in animal testing or fund animal testing in some capacity. So a lot of the brands that do test on animals are owned by large corporations, but not every brand, for example, there are brands that are still cruelty-free under their ownership. So again, it's a very nuanced thing. So some companies test their products on animals and they're not just lab rats. Sometimes they're tested on cute little bunnies. And unfortunately, a lot of companies still use animal testing when they're developing new products or untested ingredients because they want to assess the safety of those new ingredients. So they test them on animals first. There's also a difference between cruelty-free and vegan. They're not synonyms. So there's a big distinction between the two. So cruelty-free Again, my source for this is cruelty-free kitty. I've also looked at research from the Humane Society and lots of other resources that really break this down. Cruelty-free are cosmetics or other commercial products that are manufactured or developed by methods that do not involve experimentation on animals. So that is how you know something is cruelty-free. So it's definitely something as I have gone deeper into skincare and being really aware that I look out for. But I also want to say and clarify that by no means is all of my skincare cruelty-free. That is not where I'm at yet. It's something that I try to be mindful of, but I'm not there yet. A lot of the makeup I use is also not cruelty-free. So I think that's just very important to state and be aware of. Let's get into what vegan means. A vegan product is a product that contains no animal products, similar to someone who has a vegan diet. They don't eat or use animal products at all. So What's meant by vegan when you go into skincare, it means that a product has no animal-derived ingredients. So this could be as simple as things derived from bees, like honey or beeswax or lanolin. Even some forms of hyaluronic acid or retinol are derived from animals. And some brands aren't vegan overall, but they have some products that are vegan. So if you want to shop for things that are cruelty-free and vegan, this means it's not tested on animals and it also doesn't contain animal-derived ingredients. So not all cruelty-free brands, brands that don't test on animals, make vegan products, meaning products that don't contain animal-derived ingredients. Some products can be vegan while they're also not cruelty-free because it comes from a brand that tests on animals. Most people opt to shop cruelty-free as their first priority. And then if it's vegan, great. But a lot of people are okay if their products are not vegan. I certainly use products that aren't vegan. And I think the other thing that I have to 
disclose and discuss here with you all is that I am also not a vegan. I eat meat. I eat lamb. I was just in Turkey eating lots of lamb. I eat, you know, cute animals. And that's something that I have chosen to do. And I love all the vegans, all the vegan listeners. You're doing a great thing for the planet. Being vegan is great. It's a great way to help the environment. I'm personally not vegan, but I think for all of us, it's about how do we look at our consumption habits and do the most good for the world. So I do think shopping cruelty-free is something that I've become more aware of, and I'm going to make a more conscious effort to buy cruelty-free. Okay, so part three. I hope you guys are enjoying this and, and learning in the process. I want to talk about some of my favorite skincare brands that I've discovered at Ulta Beauty. And I also just want to share a quick story. And I think if you love beauty, you can relate to the story. I was having a really crap day. Like I got an email about this project that I was supposed to do for work that like I didn't quite do correctly. And I was like very frustrated because I felt like there was miscommunications. Anyway, I got this email. I was walking back from a doctor's appointment. My doctor is on the Upper East Side and right there on 86th Street, if you live in New York, you know, there is a huge Alta Beauty. It's huge. It's spacious. It's gorgeous. I mask up. I go in. This was one of my best beauty shopping experiences ever. One, the staff was so knowledgeable. Sometimes when you're shopping for beauty and skincare, it's like there's loud music playing and it's crowded and it's like not, it's not the vibe. But other times you can have these really transformative beauty shopping experiences where you get to see new products you've never seen before. I think Ulta Beauty is one of the best places to discover new brands. That's where I discovered Curl Smith, which is a great natural hair care company that I had never heard of before. And it's because the woman who was helping me was like, oh my gosh, you have to look at this brand. I see your hair type. We have a similar hair type. This was so good for my curls. My curls are so popping. Check out this brand. Also on that same trip, I discovered Juvia's Place, which is a Black-owned makeup line. So I'm coming to you guys as an Ulta Beauty fan already before they ever reached out to me. I think the shopping experience is amazing. Of course, you can shop online as well. But if you have the time and you want to go into an Ulta Beauty store, it's a great shopping experience and it totally reversed my mood. I left not even remembering what I was upset about. Okay, but back to skincare and all of the skincare I've discovered through Ulta Beauty. So I'm always interviewing guests you guys know this because you listen to the podcast and I get so many requests to share. Okay. What are your favorite skincare items? So since today's episode is all about my personal skincare journey, I did want to share some of my favorite brands that they have at Ulta Beauty. Also, as a black woman, I think you have a totally different experience figuring out what skincare works for you. A lot of times as a black woman, you look at skincare advertisements and the way that the products are described and you realize that they don't have you in mind as their ultimate consumer. I also think as a woman of color, you deal with other things like hyperpigmentation. So I have to be mindful that a lot of the products that I look at are not formulated with people of color in mind. So I've had to really learn which ingredients work for my skin. The first brand that I want to talk about that Ulta Beauty carries and they have so much of their products is Corez. I really like Corez. This is Greek natural beauty. They're all about using natural ingredients. They use a lot of yogurt in their skincare. I actually got to do an Instagram live with their head formulator, a little insider information about Corez. I don't know why they don't talk about this more, but their entire research and development team is women. 
all women in Greece making these products, which I just think is so cool. Now, Karez, K-O-R-R-E-S, checks a lot of the boxes on the Conscious Beauty filters on Ulta Beauty's site. So they have clean ingredients, they have sustainable packaging, and they're also cruelty-free. So let me get into my favorites from Karez. I think off the bat, they have an amazing yogurt face wash. It's called the Greek Yogurt Foaming Cream Cleanser. It's really good if you have sensitive skin. You guys know I have dry skin. Um, It's a soap-free formula. It has this kind of cream to foam consistency. There's Greek yogurt there. It really calms your skin. There's also squalene, which is good for hydration. I really like this cleanser. It's been my go-to all summer. Corez also makes this night brightening sleeping facial that I really like. You put it on at night and I feel like the next morning you just wake up and your skin is very glowy. It has wild rose fruit extract, which is really rich in vitamin C. It has linoleic acids, hyaluronic acids, which helps with discoloration, fine lines, pigmentation. It's also just a very hydrating product. So I love slathering this on before sleep and I feel like I wake up in the morning and my skin looks great. So these are two products I really like. I do have dry skin. So if you're on the oilier side, I don't know, look up these products, see if other people with your skin type like them. But I think these are great and amongst my favorite skincare buys that I get at Ulta Beauty. I also want to talk about Coco Kind. I really like Coco Kind. Now, Coco Kind is talked about on the podcast quite a bit. A lot of my guests love Coco Kind. Coco Kind is a clean beauty brand if you search on Ulta Beauty. It's also a cruelty-free brand. Coco Kind has confirmed that it's cruelty-free. They don't test any finished products or ingredients on animals, and neither do their suppliers or any third parties. They also don't sell their products where animal testing is required by law. So that's another reason why a lot of products that are sold internationally are not cruelty-free. So Coco Kind, what do I like from them? The Matcha Oliver Moisture Stick is one of my favorite things ever from Coco Kind. It's $8.99. I love it. It's super simple to just throw in your bag. I actually have two. I got the turmeric one as well. I like the matcha one a lot better. There's something about the smell of matcha that's just very intoxicating and pleasing to me. I use this on my lips when my lips get dry, but you can really use it anywhere that you have dryness. Some people use it on their face. I personally don't. I think it's great for your cuticles as well on the go. This is just a staple. I love this product. I think it's really, really good. And they do use organic matcha tea powder that they source from Japan. And matcha, as you know, is very antioxidant rich and it helps to protect your skin against environmental stress. This product also has coconut oil in it. So if your skin on your face doesn't like coconut oil, like some people use this under their eyes, and have great results. I don't do that, but I love this on my lips and I use it on my cuticles. And I think it's just a great staple always in my bag. The other thing that I love from Coco Kind, they have an oil to milk cleanser. So it starts off as an oil, but it transforms into this milk once it gets in contact with water. It's a very gentle cleanser. It doesn't strip your skin. And I think the ingredients they use are really good. It has fermented oat and an oat lipid complex, which is just helping to support your skin, have a good microbiome. So that's where good bacteria can thrive and where your skin can defend itself from external stress. They also have a great oil blend in this cleanser, baobab, sunflower seed oil. Those are both oils that are high in linoleic acid that help to soothe, nourish, and seal in moisture for your skin. 
Another brand that I've discovered through Ulta Beauty that I really like is Elemis. Now, Elemis is listed under Clean Beauty, and there are a few products that Elemis makes that I really love, most notably their cleansing balm. Now, I use the Naked Cleansing Balm with no fragrances in it, and I think it's really good to remove makeup, especially if you like to do a double cleanse or if you wear makeup during the day like me and you want to make sure that all that makeup is off. You rub it into your skin, you use a warm washcloth, and all of that just kind of like melts off. It's very satisfying. I love that product. Another brand that's clean under Ulta Beauty is Walita. Walita is a very interesting skincare company. It's actually something that I got into in France. Randomly enough, a lot of the French pharmacies have Walita, but you can find really good Walita products at Ulta Beauty. Now, for my dry skin listeners, Skin Food by Walita is one of the richest, most nourishing skincare products you can use. It's actually formulated for dry to slash very dry skin. So it's this very plant-rich blend. It has calendula, chamomile. It has nourishing oils. It has beeswax. So it's not a vegan product. Um, It makes your skin feel really hydrated, smooth, moisturized. Your skin looks luminous after you use this. And it has pansy in it as well, which is a very specific extract. It's known for its soothing and moisturizing properties, and it supports skin in need of hydration. It also has that sunflower seed oil that I really like, and it's made without any synthetic fragrances, parabens, phthalates, colorants, no materials derived from mineral oils. I think Walita Skin Food is one of like my go-to products when my skin is feeling really dry, especially in the fall and winter. And there's a skin food body butter. I need my body to always feel moisturized. I need it to always feel supple. And so that's when I reach for the skin food body butter, an incredible product. Right now at Ulta Beauty, it's less than $15. It's $14.24. This is the online only price. But I think this is like if you have dry skin on your legs, on your elbows, anywhere where your skin is not soft and supple, This skin food body butter is so good. It comes in like a little tub, super easy to travel with as well. It's got cocoa butter, shea butter. And again, it's formulated for dry skin in mind, which I love. Ulta Beauty also has milk and honey. I absolutely love the milk and honey body scrub. That is like one of my favorite things ever. I get the lemon and vanilla body polish number five. That's like so good to have in your shower. They also have some great products from Indie Lee. So, you know, depending on your skin type and what's important to you, definitely check out the skincare at Ulta Beauty. Okay, so part four of this solo episode, why having a conscious approach to skincare is important. So I think it's so important that we're all discerning about how we spend our money and what we put on our skin. So it's been important to me to learn which ingredients my skin loves, but also to shop with brands that align with my values. And as I mentioned before, this is something that's constantly evolving. And I think the more you can educate yourself as a consumer, the better. So when you can shop in a way that it's transparent, which brands use clean ingredients, which brands have sustainable packaging, which brands are purpose-driven, that's super helpful. And I think that's a great tool that I think I would love more skincare companies to adopt. I think that's something that I would love to see more beauty retailers adopt. I think right now 
it's easy to shop clean. And I'm, again, I'm putting clean in quotes because that's not something that's regulated. So I think it's very important for retailers to explain what they mean by clean. But, you know, there are certain places that have certified clean, but then you can't also shop to see who is using sustainable packaging or is vegan. So I like that Ulta Beauty is making it easy to shop with brands that align with some of those values that I discussed. And then I think this other thing about how skincare is a journey is so important. So we're always learning along the way. I have been, again, doing this for a long time. I've been interested in skincare for a long time and I'm still learning. I'm still learning the differences between vegan and cruelty-free. I'm still learning which ingredients my skin likes. I'm still learning which ingredients my skin doesn't like. I'm still figuring out the balance between, you know, how much to exfoliate, even if it's a liquid exfoliator. I'm still learning how often to do my clay masks to not dry out my skin, but still keep my pores looking good. There's a lot. There's a lot. And skincare is that constant journey. That's what makes it so fun and rewarding because I think the more time you invest on your skincare and learning your skincare, the better your skin is. And that doesn't mean buying a bunch of stuff. I think it's about being conscious with what you're buying, looking at the ingredients, understanding how it acts with your skin, really paying attention. I think conscious buying comes down to paying attention and being mindful. So I'm going to close out this episode by saying, give yourself grace and space to learn about skincare. Have fun in the process of your skincare journey. That's really important. Have fun. Use products that make you feel great. If you're making your own products, have fun as you're making your own products. If you're buying everything, again, buy from brands that align with your values. I always talk about how I'll look at a brand, even if they offer, they slide in my DMs and they say, we want to send you something. And if I go to their grid and I don't see diversity, if I don't see black women who look like me on their feed, not only is it a very easy, no, thank you. It's a conversation. Your brand looks great. I would be interested. But unfortunately, as I look at your marketing and advertising, I don't see women who look like me. So this is not a brand that I care to talk about or support with my audience. So beyond clean ingredients and all these other things. It's also how the brand shows up, how they support and advocate for people of color. So we have a lot of power in what we choose to buy. And I want you all to walk away from this episode, understanding your power and understanding that you have a choice. And retailers like Alta Beauty, who very graciously sponsored this episode, I'm proud to be working with because they allow you to educate yourself along the way. And in listening to this podcast, If you've been listening to Naked Beauty for a year, two years, four years, from the beginning, I hope that you have learned and you have learned the importance of educating yourself about skincare and that you're tapped into the power that you have to create the skincare journey and experience that aligns with your values and what's important to you. I thank you guys for taking the time to listen to this solo episode. Tell me what you thought of it. Should I do more solo episodes? You guys like hearing from me and just me alone. I always feel weird doing solo episodes, but I appreciate so much your support. Thank you guys so much. And I'll be back next week with a new interview. 